Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I hope you guys had an amazing, amazing week. Um, I am coming to you guys today from Queenstown, New Zealand. This is the first New Zealand episode. Oh, there's someone coming. Um, and this is like the funniest thing because this hostel um, is quite social. So like doing like an episode at this hostel is kind of a pain in the ass not even gonna lie like right now i'm outside like the reception and i'm just like hoping to god that no one comes over here because (laughs) i have to do this episode for you guys um (laughs) but yeah hopefully no one interrupts and then we can have like a good 40 minutes or however long this podcast is also i'm waiting on laundry so if you guys just hear my timer come off in like the middle of this i apologize in advance um but if you are listening to this and you are from my hometown please turn this off um (laughs) recently i've had a lot of people from back at home say like um that they listen to the podcast and i'm kind of like uncomfy but like i guess what can you expect when you market it on your social media you know (laughs) like i've had so many people in this past week text me and be like oh my gosh i listen to the podcast i love it which i really really appreciate but please turn it off (laughs) at least episodes like this one because this is an embarrassment um (laughs) but i'm still gonna tell it because these makes for some really good podcast stories um Today we're going to be going to uh, Tulum, Mexico, and Tulum, right? Tulum, Mexico. I I know when I got there, I pronounced it like Tulum, but I think I learned that it's pronounced Tulum, if I'm thinking correctly. So we're going to go there, and this is spring break uh, 2022, so this year in March, um, and you guys are in for a treat. Um, so let's just get this thing started. Um, so I came from Cancun. First things first, I booked the wrong bus ticket. I booked one from like the airport to Tulum and then I got there and I was at the wrong station and I spent $20 on that ticket, which $20 isn't a lot, but you know, if you're backpacking, you're kind of like, come on, you know, you're just kind of like annoyed. Uh, here comes someone. Oh, never mind. He's turning around. Okay. I'm going to try to not get distracted. Um, but yeah, it is like a bit annoying because you know that's it's just like annoying if you have to spend money on things you don't need when you're backpacking but um yeah so i booked the wrong bus ticket and i ended up having to book a second one from the actual station and i had to do it online and it was like i didn't even really know if i was taking the right directions to get there i was just going off of google um and sometimes you really got to trust google when you're backpacking um so i did make it to tulum and i went to the i want to call the hostel shay the shay hostel i think that's what it was called so i went there because it was like top rated it was a party hostel like i said in my last episode it was spring break i was in a total party mood um so i was all game for whatever happens happens right and you will learn that with this episode so i get to this hostel and i look around and everyone's chatting with everyone but it seems really clicky i'm looking around and i see that group hanging out and i see this group hanging out and i see a group at the hammocks and i see a group over there like it was very social but it was like one of those hostels that like you know it's just very clicky you can just tell by the looks of it that everyone has their groups so i went and i sat down in a hammock and i just kind of accepted it i was like oh maybe like 
these few days I'll just go off and do my own thing. It'll be okay. Um, and then this British guy came up to me and he started chatting with me and he was like, hey, are you a solo traveler? And I was like, yeah, I am. And he's like, oh, sweet. So are all of us. And I was like, wait a second. And I literally told him like, I thought that like this was like a clicky, clicky hostel. And he was like, nah, nah, like we're all solo travelers. We just became friends really, really fast. And that's where I meant, that's when I met like the greatest, some of the greatest people. I can't say they're the greatest because that's definitely hard to be. I don't even know who is the greatest, but definitely in like top 10 people I've ever met while traveling. So um, that is, I feel like that's kind of important is to, um, you can't like, almost like can't judge a book by its cover. You can't judge a hostel by the first initial vibe because I seriously thought that that was going to be a clicky hostel and it ended up being one of the best I've ever stayed at. Um, so that night, I'm like, you know, in party mood and I'm just sending it. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go make friends. So I go into the hot tub. I know no one. Like I said, I solo traveled on this trip. I get into the hot tub and there's a whole bunch of Latinas and Latinos. And <laughs> they don't speak a word of English. And I just sit in the hot tub and then they start talking to me a little bit with the few you know, English words that they know. And I kind of talked to him with a few Spanish words that I know. And there's one guy that was from Argentina in the hot tub that was so freaking attracted, attractive. What am I saying? And he spoke a good amount of English. So he was kind of translating for his friends and like translating for the other girls in the hot tub. And there's a girl in the hot tub that really wanted to make out with me, but she couldn't like put into words because she didn't know much English that she wanted to like knack. <laughs> <laughs> but we didn't end up even I don't even think we smooched but um <laughs> yeah I was really really attracted to this guy right and I tried out my whole like middle name thing um so during spring break I tried to go by my middle name Olivia while I was traveling so I told uh <laughs> I told the Argentinians in the hot tub when they asked for my name, I said, oh, it's Olivia. And they all started chanting, Olivia, Olivia. And then this guy from Bolivia came over thinking that we were chanting Bolivia. And he was like, oh my gosh, can you guys do that again? But chant Bolivia. So then we all started chanting Bolivia, Bolivia. And it was just the funniest thing. That is so random. Um, and they just kept feeding me liquor. So I was in the hot tub. All of them were so nice and they were so funny. And they were like, take another shot. Take another shot. Come on. You're in Mexico. Come on. Tequila. Take another shot. So I was taking shot after shot after shot. And I was getting really drunk really fast. And that guy from Argentina and I just kept like locking eyes and we kept talking and he was getting a little touchy and we're in the hot tub. And next thing you know, one thing led to another and we start macking. <laughs> we are diving right in seven minutes into the podcast and it's already I'm macking with a guy. <laughs> that's how that's if you can put Mexico in like one sentence. That's pretty much it. Um, so <laughs> I start macking with this guy from Argentina. Right. And eventually it really escalates really quickly like he was a good kisser i'm all over him he's all over me he's getting handsy our clothes are still on and we're not hooking up at all but people are kind of looking at us like it looks like we're hooking up right um and so finally he's like okay let's leave the hot tub and i tell him no i don't do hookups that's not my thing and he's like come on like you're such a tease which i'm sorry but i'm kind of known 
for that. <laughs> I just don't like hookups, but you know, everything leading up to it is fair game, right? <laughs> That's how that works. Um, so I tell him no, no, and then finally I give in and I'm like, fuck it. So we go to the bathroom and all I can think in my head is call her daddy the Gluck Gluck 9000 if you listen to call her daddy. Um, I've never done it before this and I was like, you know what? Like, I'm just going to do it to this guy from Argentina just for practice, just to see like, I don't know what it's like. So I gave him the Gluck Gluck 9000. <laughs> I didn't hook up with him. I just gave him like a 15 minute blowjob. Also, mom, if you're listening, please shut this off. <laughs> um, but yeah, that literally, that blowjob seemed like it lasted so freaking long. I swear it was like 15 to 20 minutes. We were in there for like a while and I was like, bruh, come on. Like, come on, dude. <laughs> Anyways, um, so I go to bed after we, you know, fool around in the bathroom and I feel absolutely disgusting and I come into the room and I'm talking to this girl that's from uh, the UK and I'm just like ha 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 so drunk and then I like lay down and I remember I put my key somewhere where I could have swore I was gonna remember it right like I literally remember being like drunk off my mind and being like okay I'm gonna put this key somewhere that I will remember it in the morning well <laughs> The morning came and it was early in the morning. I want to say it was like seven or eight in the morning and In Mexico, I'm just gonna be straight up because that's how the podcast rolls. We are pretty genuine on this podcast um, Everyone that was in freaking Mexico had the shits <laughs> I want to say it was like the tacos or something but literally every single person I talked to on that trip had the freaking shits every single day the Mexican shits um <laughs> I don't know if it was the spicy food or what, but yeah, so I got up early in the morning and I really freaking had to go to the bathroom. And like I said, the night before I put my phone, well not my phone, I put my key to the room somewhere where I could have swore I'd remember it. I literally cannot stress it enough. Like me drunk going to bed, I was like, I'm responsible. I'm putting this key in a responsible spot. And then I just crashed and went to bed. And it just so happens it must not have been that much of a responsible spot because in the morning I could not find my key anywhere. Um, and I literally looked for my key probably for a good half an hour and I'm holding in. Like I am like squeezing my cheeks. I cannot stress that enough. I had to go, I had to go to the bathroom so freaking bad. Um, eventually I did find my key and I don't remember where it was. I wanna say it was like in the bottom of my bag or something stupid. Um, because, you know, I'd remember that. <laughs> I was on my way. Later in that day, I, not even really later, like, it was like right after I went to the bathroom. Those same people from the UK that came up to me yesterday, it was like a group of guys. They were like, hey, you want to hang out with us today? And I was like, sure, like, I'm not doing anything. And they were like, yeah, we're going to go see a cenote. And I was like, heck yeah. So if you didn't listen to the last podcast and you do not know what a cenote is, it's pretty much this hole in the ground where people go swimming and it's like cold water and it's so, so nice and it's like beautiful. So I was like, heck yeah, let's go to a cenote. Well, they're like, okay, we're just waiting on our one friend, Hagen. And I was like, okay, sure. Yeah, let's wait around for Hagen. So... I was thinking, you know, well, actually not just me. We were all thinking Hagen would be no more than like 20 minutes. Well, an hour goes by and another hour goes by. And we're all like, where the frick is Hagen at? <laughs> he finally shows up. 
and he's like you guys will not believe what happened and we're all like what happened Hagen and it turns out he got robbed by the police um the police in Mexico are kind of debunked um and they rob tourists mostly guys because they think that guys carry the money um so he got robbed because and Hagen is like the type of guy to be really outgoing and like maybe be like a smart mouth and like you know like a little bit of a smart ass like and I think he would be okay with me saying that he's a really cool dude um but it's just he got robbed by the freaking police and we could not believe it and I don't know that's just bizarre I couldn't believe it um but once he got there we all rode bikes to the cenote and we got to it and it was after about an hour bike ride I want to say we got all the way to the cenote and we're like okay so how much to get in and I don't remember in pesos how much it was because I don't remember like the currency change but I remember it was like equivalent to like 20 or 30 US dollars um and we were all we all kind of mutually agreed because they were also closing in like an hour we're like "Mm, let's not do that like that's kind of stupid because and i want to say one of the cenotes we went to like you couldn't even swim in like i want to say it was something like that like you could only take pictures so we're like screw that we want to go swimming so we go down the road a little bit more and we're also drinking like we're day drinking like i said in my first mexico mexico podcast um i was only sober for two or three days out of the 10 um (laughs) so it was absolutely killing my liver every single day pretty much uh just just getting absolutely drunk um every freaking day of spring break um so um we get to this other cenote and they tell us it is oh yeah yeah it says right here it was 500 pesos uh at that one and we were all like no no thank you and there was this girl the same girl that I went into the room the night before and I was like, I'm drunk. Yeah, <laughs> she was hanging out. So, okay, here's the group. Let me just try to do this. Um, so the group consisted of me, an American, and everyone else was from the UK. Um, and I think they were from England, if I remember correctly. So it was like me, this girl from the UK. Um, we need a nickname for her. Let's call her, let's call her Spice. I don't know why, but we're going to call her Spice. Um, So it was me, Spice, these like three English guys that were traveling together, and then Hagen. And I'm putting Hagen's name in here because I know he wouldn't give a fuck. (laughs) So (laughs) Spice, the girl, kept looking at me throughout the day. And I I was kind of noticing that. I was like, okay, like why she keep like glancing over at me and she's kind of giving me eyes but i was thinking she is so freaking straight right like i was thinking like that girl is boy crazy like there is no way she's into girls anyways we get to the uh, well no we get to the one cenote where it's 500 pesos and we all like i said mutually agree we don't want to go spend that much on a cenote that we don't even really get to swim in and we're just gonna hang out at for like an hour And out of nowhere, I felt so sick to my stomach. Like, we get back on the bikes to head to a different cenote, and I just feel like I'm going to vomit. And I'm not drunk. Like, I I had, like, one seltzer, um, so I wasn't even anywhere near drunk. But the problem was it was really hot out, and I I didn't get much sleep the night before. The night before, I was super drunk because, you know, I got with the Argentinian dude. And um, on top of that... I was super dehydrated because I was drinking again, like day drinking. So I think all those things added up. I just felt so sick out of nowhere. And I told Hagen, I'm like, 
I, I think I'm not feeling too well. I'm going to go try to throw up. And he's like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah. And then I walked over by the tree that we were just hanging out at. And I tried to get myself to throw up, but nothing was coming up. But I felt so freaking sick. And one of the guys gave me a water. And so I, like, chugged his water. Oh, and that's another thing. It was We had a guy from... Uh, Amsterdam with us too and he was such a sweet guy Cass you're great um honestly I could call all these guys by their first names because like I didn't like get with any of them and I feel like I don't need to put like a nickname over any of them so there was I'm just yeah I feel like I could just do it because like I'll probably put their thing on my social media but yeah there was Hagen Tom Cass uh I gotta remember oh my gosh they're gonna kill me Mm, it's not mm, you know what scratch the names (laughs) it's been a minute (laughs) come on I literally was just thinking of all their names how did I just lose oh my gosh I don't even know okay I'll come back to it but anyways so uh freaking spice the girl I am going to put a nickname over her just in case. I don't think I need to, but just in case. This little sweetheart of a girl, she came up to me and she's like, hey, hey, nothing to be ashamed of. No, like You don't have to be embarrassed. She was like holding my hair back and she gave me pesticillin, I want to say it's called. It's like the European version of aspirin or ibuprofen. And that literally saved my life. Between that and the water, I was set for the day. So we head to a different cenote and we find one that's only 250 pesos and we all were like screw it let's go so we put our bikes up we paid um we went to this freaking cenote that was so freaking cool and we really lucked out because that one like it wasn't super touristy like there was not too many people there so in a way we didn't have it to ourselves but like you could jump in whenever you didn't have to like wait in a line or anything and on top of that it was absolutely beautiful and it was just like we've really lucked out like and it was the cheapest so like it was awesome um and spice (laughs) it's so fucking weird to call her spice but you know i'm gonna just keep going with it so spice when we were at the cenote she was like brooke like you should jump with me oh my gosh i'm so scared you gotta jump with me and i i was kind of picking up on it because i'm like okay first things first she's kind of giving me eyes all day and then now she's like doing the whole i'm scared can you jump with me like pulling that card so then i started like thinking okay maybe she is into me but then she would like say something that i would be like there's no way you're into girls like you have to be you have to be straight you know (laughs) so i would jump with her and she'd be like oh my gosh i'm not scared anymore (laughs) making her sound like the biggest white girl ever but (laughs) anyways so also when we went biking we biked with the traffic and that is so random but like it was wild um after we get back from the cenote we go to the supermarket and everyone's buying alcohol and I felt really bad because they were buying like tequila, but like for all of us to share. So since I felt so bad, <laughs> this is so funny. I bought a shit ton of limes because I was like, it'll go with the tequila. And I felt bad for not pitching it with the alcohol because like the guys were just buying it. So I freaking bought the limes and we all agree like mutually that we're going to get totally fucked up. Right. So we go back and that later on that night. I have the limes and we're starting to drink the tequila and 
we realize really quick that we have nothing to cut the limes with. And I'm like, no, 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 guys. I bought like 10 limes. We are eating these freaking limes. So I used bottle toppers, you know, that you take off a freaking bottle. And I used that in room keys to cut the limes. And honestly, that is one of my favorite backpacker memories is me just cutting these limes and like peeling them for the guys. They were all like really impressed. They were all like, dang, cause like they tried to do it and they couldn't really do it. So I did have a little bit of a star moment with me cutting my limes with bottle toppers and room keys. <laughs> but <laughs> we are taking tequila shots and the night is young, right? Um, and this guy, starts sitting with us at the table and he starts chatting with us and he's specifically chatting with me um and he was talking about how crazy the hostel was that we we're staying at he's like yeah this is such a party hostel and he's like it is so crazy like even last night there was people hooking up in the hot tub and right when he said that i was thinking oh no <laughs> Because I know damn well he was talking about me. So I try to play it off like that wasn't me. I was like, oh my gosh, really? No way. That's disgusting. Like people hooking up in the hot tub. Even though I didn't hook up in the hot tub, like I said, it kind of looked like it. Because we were like grinding on each other. And <laughs> he's like, yeah, it was crazy. Like we were all like watching him. And then out of nowhere, I see it hit him like a freaking light bulb. And he's like, wait a second that was you in the hot tub because it was some blonde girl and some Argentinian guy and I was like no what and of course like all of a sudden I turned into a bad liar and then they all just start laughing and they didn't like judge me or anything but they were like oh my gosh I cannot believe that was you in the freaking hot tub and I was just talking to you about it so yeah it was hilarious and then this next thing, I have talked to so many people about this because it scarred me. And if you English boys are listening to this, just know this sticks with me every single day. <laughs> so I come over to the table at one point in the night and I see these guys doing something absolutely horrendous. I look at them and they all have bloodshot eyes. And I'm like, what in the world? And they told me that in England, it is quite popular, which I've had a lot of people tell me since then that this is not a thing and that these guys are just freaking wild. But this is what they said. They said in England, it's quite popular to take shots out of your eyes because it gets to your bloodstream so fast. And that sticks with me every single day. So they were taking shots out of their eyes. Um, <laughs> um, so... The next night, well, th that same night, so night number two in Tulum, I want to say, the same night that, they're, you know, they just took shots out of their eyes, I decide I'm going to go to the hot tub because when I go to the hot tub, crazy things happen. So I go to the hot tub and sadly my Argentinians are gone. Argentinians, I believe, is that the name for them? I don't know, but they're all gone. And I was like, aw, and I, <laughs> I show up and lo and behold what's better than freaking argentinians this random freaking girl <laughs> this scarred this really fucking scarred me so i go up to the hot tub and this girl is so scary if you're listening to this no you're not please turn it off before i say this next part um 
she is totally butt-ass naked and she has crazy eyes and she was just looking at me and I was only at the hot tub I swear for like five minutes because I got so scared and I had to like go away <laughs> like sure like random naked girl at the hot tub sounds great but this girl was she just gave me crazy crazy eyes not like eyes but crazy eyes um so that was wild um also at this hostel they had a like a wheel that you could spin and it had you do like just random crazy stuff so it was like you know stand up and do a handstand take a shot and strip and get into the pool naked and so you'd have to like spin the wheel and their thing at this hostel and i think it's at all shea hostels they um they pretty much have you do that as a welcome the night that you show up so of course they have like a welcome drink and then they tell you to spin the wheel so i got to this hostel originally and i was like i am not leaving until i spin that freaking wheel because that is the coolest shit ever i've never seen a hostel have like a wheel like that so i go up to it right after i leave the hot tub and i spin the wheel and i had to do a handstand and take a shot and that is something that i have done once and I will absolutely never do it again. I don't care how drunk I get. That is not fun. It was tequila straight up the freaking nose. And it was awful. So I do that. <laughs> and then I go back to the table where all of the English people are. And I'm talking to these guys because, you know, in Europe, it is quite... this. The more I'm, like, reading this list, I'm like, this is a shit show of a night. Because this is all in the matter of one night. So, I talk to these Europeans, and I'm like, yeah, you know, like, in America, it's, like, frowned upon to smoke cigarettes. But it's weird, because in Europe, like, almost everyone I know from Europe smokes. And they were like, have you ever smoked a cigarette before? And I was like no 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 like that's that's frowned upon that's bad you don't do that you're gonna get addicted you know like stuff that they just teach you in the states like they pretty much install that in your mind like if you smoke a cigarette you're gonna get addicted after one puff so i tell them no 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 and they're like okay well we're not gonna force you but if you want you can take a puff and then i sat there and i'm like come on like i've you know come on <laughs> i'm not gonna finish that sentence but I decided, you know what, screw it, I'm going to take one puff, and I made them pinky promise me that I would not get addicted, and they literally laughed so hard, they're like, you're not going to get addicted after one puff, but you know, that's what, I feel like that's what the US like installs in your mind with cigarettes, is one puff and boom, you're freaking addicted. So I take a puff from a cigarette, and I wasn't a fan, um, not my thing, I probably will never do it again, um, and it, it was like a minty, like it tasted like a minty vape, pretty much. So, right after I do that, I find out that Spice and Hagen have hooked up before. And that pretty much clarified for me, okay, Spice is not spicy. <laughs> like, Spice is totally straight. Like, that's what that literally put into my head. Like, okay, she's hooked up with Hagen. She's 100% straight. Like, there was not even, like, a thought of, like she could possibly be like anything but straight like i did not even think she was bisexual or anything and then right after i find that out spice comes up to me and she's like brooke let's go to the pool like come on please will you go to the pool with me and i'm like really drunk out of my mind and i'm like heck yeah i'll go to the pool with you so we go to the pool we jump in and all of a sudden next thing you know she's getting in my face i'm getting in hers and next thing you know we're macking and my mind is just like 
a bunch of question marks because I'm like, whoa, 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 wait, like, I thought this girl was straight. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I feel like if you're spicy in the slightest, you've had an experience like that where you're like, whoa, 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 whoa wait, weren't you like straight? <laughs> but um, then I talked to her, find out she is bisexual, and I was like, oh, wow, wild. Um, but while we were macking, there was this dude that was like staring at us. And I think it weirded us both out. We were like, uh, okay, let's like not. <laughs> like he was full on staring at us. And then like the next day he came up to me and he was like, that was so hot last night. And I was like, what? <laughs> um, I go back to the table. <laughs> this is a fucking shit show of the night. I'm just reading these and it's chaos after chaos after chaos. Uh, I might just call this episode straight chaos um, because... <laughs> Yeah, it pretty much is. Um, so I mac with Spice in the pool and come back to the table where all the English people are hanging out. And I watch Hagen get a bottle up his ass by Spice. <laughs> he literally took a bottle, <laughs> like a Corona bottle in the ass. He is absolutely wild. Um, and throughout the night, I, I tend to do this thing, especially when I'm drunk. If I'm hanging out with people from the UK, I just latch on to, to their accent. Um, and they kind of do it to me back, and I don't take any offense to it. And I've had enough luck where they don't usually take offense to it either. So I was pretending to be British throughout, like, the whole night. And I told them, like, I was talking to the English, my English friends, and I was like, do you guys think that... If I would have faked a British accent when you guys first met me, that you guys would have believed it. And they all agree, like, no, your accent's trash. Absolutely not. We would not believe that. And I was like, all right, bet. Next person that asked me where I'm from tonight. So I said, I'm going to see if the next person I talk to is going to believe that I actually have a British accent or not. And they're like, all right, bet. Like, there's no way they're going to believe you. Next thing you know, a few minutes pass by, this girl from the UK comes up to me and she's like, hey, like, where are you from? That's such a bad accent. But she was like, yeah, where are you from? No, I can't. Nope. Not even going to try to do it. <laughs> she's like, where are you from? And I was like, oh, I'm from, I'm from London. That was so bad. <laughs> okay. Maybe if I had these like people from the UK, like around me right now, I could latch onto it, but I, I cannot just do an accent off the bat but I did my best British accent and she believed me for like two minutes it wasn't until she was like oh wait I'm like from London like where are you from like specifically and I was like you know downtown <laughs> so that like gave it away that I didn't actually like know the facts about the specific spots in the UK that same night it is coming to the end of the night and I tend to freaking lose my key again. Literally, I'm the worst with keys. Every time I go to a hostel, I swear I lose my key at least once. So I lost my key. And I go up to the service desk really drunk. And I'm like, hi, I left my key in my room. Is there any way like that, you know, I could like borrow a key and go get it? And the guy said, yeah, like here's a spare, but bring it right back. And I was like okay and I am the absolute worst because I never brought that key back and the next day I turned it in as if it was my original key and no one ever noticed and I never got charged and woohoo 
go spring break. <laughs> uh, the next day, we were all so hungover from that night, and I hung out with the group of English boys. We went to the ruins, we went to the beach. It was a really fun day with the boys. I was the only girl because Spice actually headed out for a different spot in Mexico. And yeah, that is a pretty much a wrap on my Mexico adventures and also a wrap on my spring break 2022. Um, and yeah, so the next episode, we are going to be in Hawaii. So my first U.S. episode, I know this is called the Living Abroad Pod. And to me, it's not abroad if I'm in the U.S., but you know. Every here and there, we might have some U.S. episodes. So next week, we're going to be in Hawaii. And it is going to be my first episode for this summer's adventures. So this next episode is going to be super recent stuff. I mean, this is six weeks ago that we're going to be in. So we're starting to enter the summer adventures. So make sure to stay tuned. And thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you guys have an absolutely phenomenal week. And yeah. I will see you guys next week with a brand new podcast. Bye-bye.